All right, you motherfuckers, welcome to another episode of the Films with Feral podcast. Appreciate all of you guys tuning in here today. Uh, today's episode should be even more fun than typical because we will be under the influence of NyQuil throughout the duration of this filming. Uh, typically, we have more caffeine running through my body uh, than... I don't know, then caffeine runs through somebody else's body. Uh, we're talking 300 plus milligrams. But today, hey, we're going to be trying out NyQuil, seeing what happens. If I fall asleep, I apologize. Um, if I don't fall asleep and I just start running off on weirder tangents than I normally do, I apologize. Not really. Uh, but we will be getting things started here today. Uh, very excited. This is probably one of the newest movies I can actually review. It came out on Thursday. We watched it on Thursday. We got a little sick. We're filming here on Saturday. Apologize for being a little bit late to the viewers that have already reached out saying, hey, where the fuck is my podcast? Well, hey, here it is. Um, you know, a lot of great things going on here today. We will be reviewing The Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad uh, that we might have seen a couple years ago, but The Suicide Squad. Um, I'm going to call it Suicide Squad 2. Um, apparently, you know, that might have just been taken or maybe just was too elaborate of a name. So The Suicide Squad is the movie that we will be reviewing today. Uh, before we dive any deeper into the conversation, we'd just, uh, you know, like to take some time here. Um, you know, here we are, episode five. We're doing some very big things. We've had sponsors, luckily, throughout the entire show. I uh, was very intrigued by this sponsor, paid a lot of money to actually get uh, on the show here today. So, uh, you know, big shout out to Susie Sweepers. If you're looking for a good suck, well, you are in luck, Susie Sweepers. Folks, strap in. We're going to get after it. All right, folks, so like I mentioned, we will be reviewing The Suicide Squad. Uh, the Suicide Squad can be seen in theaters or it can be seen on HBO Go. Uh, the cool thing about HBO Go, you can be sitting there watching it on your TV, in your underwear, eating your own food, hitting the pause button, going to your own bathroom. Uh, you could try to do that in movie theaters. I think it might be frowned upon, but um, when it comes to you know watching movies at your own home, really can't pass that up. Uh, I'm cool with not going to a movie theater to see this movie, although it was a good movie. Um, speaking of the movie, you know, looking at about two hours and 12 minute runtime here, movie was written and directed by James Gunn. Now, James Gunn, most notably that I could see, uh, writer and director of the Guardians of the Galaxy series. So it's obvious he knows what he's doing when it comes to these superhero movies. Uh, I guess this would be kind of like a supervillain movie, but hey, you know, as we saw in the first one, as we see in this one, you know, some shit goes down. You find the Suicide Squad saving the world. I'll, I'll classify that as a superhero movie right now. Uh, fuck off if you say any different. Um, so, you know, writer and director of that. James Gunn, also writer of the Belco Experiment. Um, I'm not sure if you've checked it out or not. If you have not, check it out. Pretty fucked up movie. Pretty interesting movie. Pretty interesting concept. James Gunn, a writer of that as well. Uh, in terms of the overall cast, looking at a rock star cast, we have Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, John Cena, uh, Joel Kinnaman, Viola Davis, and many, many, many more. Um, you know, each person extremely popular. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, you know, he was in the first one as well. Um, House of Cards, uh, he had a very nice arc in there as well. Um, Idris Elba, you know, film list through the roof. Viola Davis, film filmography through the roof. John Cena, if you don't know him, what's wrong with you? Um, really like him as an actor, really like him with hair, uh, like him without hair. You know, we're not going to discriminate against hair on this podcast. Uh, we got Margot Robbie as well. Margot Robbie, um, Wolf of Wall Street, I, Tonya, Suicide Squad, so many more to boot as well. So just an outstanding cast. And then 
I guess the little cherry on the cake, you have Sylvester Stallone as the character King Shark. Um, it's basically Sylvester Stallone's voice over a big giant shark that's walking around. He wears shorts. Uh, really kind of steals some of the scenes that he's in as well. But overall, solid movie. Um, you know, when it comes to reviewing these movies, first and foremost, guys, I am not, uh, you know, uh, I guess a superhero DC, Marvel, super nerd. Uh, I dabble in the nerdum of this. Uh, I do love superhero movies, but I don't know enough to, uh, you know, cite the comics, get upset if a character is different in the movie than it might have been in the comic. I just love movies and I like talking about movies. So if you are a film buff, you know, like me, great. If you're a, a comic buff, a, a DC, a, a Marvel nerd, um, you know, I'm sorry that, we're, you know, I'm sorry if we, uh, you know, if we don't go into all of the comic shit. But hey, we're just going to talk about the movie. Um, overall, definitely recommend watching this movie, especially if you have it uh, really at your fingertips to be watching in terms of HBO Go. This movie is so fucking gory. Um, so if you don't like gore, I, you know, this movie's not going to be for you. Uh, there's literally graphic graphic deaths i think as soon as the movie even starts um it is absolutely wild i was shocked by the amount of gore uh that was in this movie i mean you know not that i really care but i was like holy shit at one point you have a shark literally you know you think the shark's going to eat somebody what she does you see in the trailer this shark literally rips somebody in fucking half uh i mean it was just like okay cool maybe i'm not going to eat maybe i'm just going to actually watch this movie um so it, it was very wild i guess in europe uh or in England or yeah in Europe I guess there's a weird rating system there obviously this movie is rated R in the US but um, like I guess a lot of the you know movie reviewers were shocked that this wasn't given a grade of I think they have a, a grade of 18 it's like the most extreme I think it was graded at a 15 I don't know I'm you know I'm living over here in the states I really haven't cared about what Europe did since uh, 1776 uh, so you know anyway I, I just saw that I thought I would let you guys know as well very interesting movie though um you know I, I I like Will Smith I you know I liked him in the first one it seems like Idris Elba has really kind of taken over uh, in this movie. Will Smith wasn't in the movie. Um, I like Idris Elba a lot more uh, with his character and his character development. Um, you know, overall, it just, the characters are great. The story was great. The gore was great. Uh, just uh, overall, a solid movie. Um, would really recommend everybody checking it out in, in terms of, you know, checking things out too and recommending. Um, really just talking about Susie's sweepers. Now, folks, um, I have a dog at home. You know, the dog sheds a lot, looking for something strong, looking for some great suction, looking for some quiet suction. Um, you know, Susie's sweepers is absolutely the way to go. Uh, really just a very quiet suck uh, and is able to clean up the entire apartment um, in a very timely fashion. Um, you know, you, you can clean up dog hair. You can clean up Cheetos from couches. I don't know how they got there. You can clean up really just about anything with this. It's just got that high, powerful suction uh, that you can really rely on. In a time where suction is you know, even more important than it maybe has been in your grandparents today or your parents' day. Uh, you know, some great suction coming here from Susie Sweeper. So I really recommend you guys checking it out.
So it's that beautiful time in the show where I mentioned if you haven't watched the movie yet, probably a good idea to go ahead and hit the pause button on this. Go invest two hours, 12 minutes of your time. Uh, you know, especially with these movies, you have to stay until after the credits roll. Uh, there is something there that's not really a spoiler. That's just how superhero movies work. Um, you know, if you haven't, if you don't have HBO Go, probably account for about three to four hours. You got to account for traffic, bathroom breaks, stopping to get snacks. Um, you know, who knows along the way there. Uh, definitely a solid movie, though. I will give it my one thumb up. I'm not going to give it two fat thumbs up. Uh, like I mentioned, there's a lot to unpack right here. It's still pretty new. Uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what's going on. I'm still kind of looking into research, just you know why people why they did the things they do. Uh, but hey, you know, if you haven't checked out the movie yet going at the pause button if you have checked out the movie let's dive a little bit deeper into what the fuck's going on here uh but yeah so we'll uh we'll head and, you know go ahead and give you a, a couple seconds there going at that pause button uh if you discretion advised we'll probably get down and dirty talk about the movie but yeah let's enjoy all right so like i mentioned i don't read comic books uh i don't view comic books um you know I, I try to shy away from reading uh if i don't really have to that's why uh you know if you're like me uh that's why we watch the movies it kind of reads it on the screen for you or at least people are talking um you know so yeah i really don't know about the comics i don't know about the you know the history of the comics the history of the characters in the comics and things like that but i was very surprised by the amount of characters that this movie killed off literally from the beginning uh, the movie showed Pete Davidson actually being in this movie. Pete Davidson takes a fucking missile to the face. Literally, I think within 10 minutes of this movie even starting, boom, he's gone. The dude with the little boomerangs that was in the first movie, boom, he just gets fucking lit up as well. You were introduced to all these characters, boom, 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 like fucking dead. Within the first five to 10 minutes, you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, and then, you know, it, it takes a little bit of time traveling back just to kind of learn a little bit of the history about some of these characters, how they got inside the suit. Suicide Squad, uh, you literally open up with some fucking flash-looking motherfucker with his long blonde hair, you know, throwing a little ball against some walls. I don't know if he was in the comic books or not, but it's like, okay, you know, this dude looks like a, a weird Flash character, but with long hair, just kind of chilling. Dude fucking pussies out, like, literally as soon as shit gets real, starts swimming in the ocean next to this fucking weasel that I don't know what's doing in the movie, and Viola Davis just clicks a button, dude's head just fucking pops right off. So it was, uh, you know, we're, we're introduced to all these characters and it's just like, boom, 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 dead. Really reminded me of the one scene in, I think it was the second Deadpool movie where Deadpool was kind of getting this ensemble, this Justice League of characters, spending some time kind of investing in each character and then just literally kills them off all at the same time, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, but in this movie, I really wasn't expecting them to do that. But, um, you know, that really kind of threw me through a loop. Um, other than that, you know, I, I like the development of the characters. I really thought the scene where they're um, set to rescue uh, Colonel Flagg. Um, Colonel Flagg, you know, I'm a big fan of Colonel Flagg. You know, he's kind of like the, hey, he's the good guy and all the bad guys. So he tries to keep shit, you know, high and tight and locked up. But, you know, they think he's trapped. I guess they might have got some bad intel. But literally, it's like John Cena, Idris Elba, uh, the big shark, the rat girl, just fucking massacring this just militia of people. Uh, and then we find out that the militia was actually the resistance. It was a whole bunch of good guys. Uh, Colonel Flagg, you know, was fine. He was actually rescued. And, uh, you know, I guess the woman commander's wondering what happened to her staff literally just fucking got obliterated. I mean, it's it kind of funny. It was a nice little, you know, 
comedic touch right there. Also the comedic touch where uh, they find out Harley Quinn's still alive. They're going to rescue her. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn had literally just wiped a whole fucking palace of guards and just catches the team trying to rescue her. She was very appreciative. She was like, hey, can I go back and, you know, I could go lock myself back up and you guys can rescue me if you want. But hey, I, you know, I got out. So, I mean, the, the comedic elements of this, I, you know, it, it's what makes it a good movie, in my opinion. But the, the character development was good as well. Um, you know, I, I was really surprised, too, that, you know, you, you killed off Colonel Flagg uh, towards the end of the movie where John Cena really just kind of sticks that fucking piece of glass and you see it go right into his heart and you're like, well, fuck. Like, you know, th this is my dude. This is the one good guy out of all the, you know, real bad guys. But I guess, you know, Colonel Flagg had to die. I looked it up. I was like, why the fuck are we killing off this guy? Um, apparently, the comic books do the exact same thing as well. So trying to stay true to the comics, which I appreciate. Again, not a reader, not a comic book guy. Uh, so, you know, that stung until I kind of realized, hey, you know, and, and you know, he had to die, I guess, which... Um, I guess is, is tough, but hey, you know, you're dead. So I guess you're not really feeling anything after that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, you know, I would say a, a pretty solid movie, a lot of solid characters, a lot of solid character development in the movie. Uh, was very surprised that we're killing off that many characters uh, that we spent at least time getting to know. Uh, but it, it was cool. In, in one scene, you know, they're just sitting down, uh, having a drink, getting ready to kind of kidnap this scientist. Uh, and next thing you know, they start just, you know, taking shot after shot, start dancing. Uh, so that was kind of cool as well. Uh, the ending, I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting anything, um, in terms of the ending, uh, you know, the Suicide Squad, the first movie, it was like a, you know, a demon god that they were battling. In this movie, it's a fucking starfish. It's like a big starfish out of Pokemon. Um, I had no clue what the fuck was going on with that. It's just like, hey, this big alien starfish. Uh, it's not a traditional alien. I guess in this movie, aliens are starfish. So uh, Patrick Starr, look out. It's about time for you to shine. Uh, but this big giant starfish literally just you know, inhabits the island after they try to blow up the, uh, you know, blow up the data, blow up the data center or the, the science center, what have you. Uh, and then, you know, what's left of Project X, the Suicide Squad's literally just trying to kill this starfish. And then, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, the only way to actually kill a starfish, I guess, guess is to, uh, to summon all the rats in the area and just have the rats just slowly eat away at the starfish. And then the starfish just goes down uh, like you had a bad Krusty Krab pizza or a crusty crab burger or what have you um so i thought that was kind of interesting i wasn't expecting a big giant starfish to be you know the final boss that the team faces at the very end uh but it was like hey you know what if we're going to make a you know a gory comedic action gory comic book movie let's throw in a fucking starfish and just have some rats go into its big old eye and just eat the fuck out of it until it just falls like a fucking domino um so i thought that was a you know interesting part of it but overall i mean you know we're blessed now to actually have a lot of a lot more movies finally coming out obviously covid put a, a stop to a lot of that so you know really glad that we have some of these superhero movies just some of these movies in general uh finally starting to be releasing releasing on multiple platforms but suicide squad i thought was really a, a strong movie strong characters throughout strong cast um just a lot of fucking gore as well like i mentioned uh, sylvester stallone's character king shark literally just ripping somebody in half i thought he was hilarious you know he, he's when he's 
playing with like the little fish and you think, oh, like maybe he's got some friends and then, you know, the fish tank blows up and he's swimming with them. And, you know, next thing you know, these fish are like fucking poisonous. They just start trying to attack him. It's like, oh no. But um, he really reminded me kind of, um, you know, of like a Groot type character, um, you know, Groot from the Guardians of the Galaxy, just like a, you know, a cool little branch tree, just kind of, you know, there, uh, you know, but obviously a shark's a little bit different than a tree. A shark has teeth um, and fins and things like that. And then you have, you know, the dude that just throws polka dots and everything he sees reminds him of his mom that made him a superhero. So I thought that was pretty funny as well. So there's a lot of great comedic elements in this movie. Uh, definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't already. But if you made it this far, you should be checking it out because I told you there were spoilers about seven minutes ago. What the hell are you doing? Um, but I digress. Definitely uh, a movie I would recommend checking out. In conclusion, like I mentioned, su The Suicide Squad, a.k.a. Suicide Squad 2, a.k.a. Suicide Squad Dose, uh, recommending, um, you know, giving it a thumb, maybe a thumb and a half up. Really, the, the cast, uh, the writing, the comedy in all of it uh, really just did it for me. You know, if you're going to make a movie where there is a fuck ton of blood and guts, let's make it funny. And James Gunn definitely does that uh, with a lot of great elements. And, you know, the actors and actresses do a phenomenal job uh, with the timing of all as well. So uh, definitely recommend this movie, checking it out. Uh, probably, you know, one of the better superhero movies I've seen in the last little bit. But hey, uh, you know, what I like about the Suicide Squad is, you know, you're not going to see Batman. You're not going to see Superman. You're not going to see Rob in the Flash tearing people up, just fucking massacring people. Batman doesn't really even kill people. Um, you know, but in this movie, you're allowed to see all that because that's just kind of second nature. That's what is the beauty of the Suicide Squad. Um, but really appreciate you guys taking the journey with me here today. Really appreciate all the feedback, whether you guys, you know, writing reviews on the podcast uh, venues, whether you're reaching out personally, uh, just the views, the downloads, the subscriptions, everything. Keep it going. Uh, you know, soon we'll sh we should be branching out on YouTube, uh, allowing us for a little bit more sponsorship as well. Uh, but again, you know, we would be nothing. This show would be nothing without the people that pay us to come on here and make it day in and day out. So just a big, big Films with Feral shout out. Again, thank you so much to, um, you know, episode five sponsor, Susie Sweepers. Uh, strong suction you can always rely on. Susie Sweepers. Folks, enjoy your day. We'll talk to you soon.